Welcome to Hindsight is Horrifying, the podcast where two and sometimes three seemingly normal adults discuss the movies and TV shows that our parents let us watch and which explains why we're only seemingly normal. True story. I am Jason Mitchell. I'm here with my co-host, Darth Jader. Hey, listeners. Hey. And tonight we are looking back at a 1995 adaptation or, or retelling of the classic Jane Austen novel, Emma. Uh, and of course, I'm speaking of the movie Clueless, uh, which for the record was not my pick. Just want to get that out there. It was our special recurring guest pick, actually. <laughs> we have our first recurring recurring guest ever, listeners. Our first regurgitating, regurgitating guest. Regurgitating guest, <laughs> yes. And she's regurgitating right now. That's why you can't hear her. She's in the bathroom. Um, but yeah. Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about Clueless for the, like, three people you for know the what, totally what, clueless about well, clueless but you know what I, I was about to say for the like three people who haven't seen the movie <laughs> but i will guarantee you that there are actually a lot of people out there who are you know that word younger yeah these days i mean a 1995 movie isn't a guarantee yeah so. <laughs> i think it's i think it's completely possible that there's a lot of people who don't know the movie so why don't you tell them a little bit about it yes so uh, as jason said it is kind of a loose interpretation of jane austen's emma but really it's about a young valley queen, her name is Cher, a.k.a. Alicia Silverstone, who stars in the movie, uh, and all of her friends in high school. And Cher's whole thing is that she's finding love and sort of discovering who she is as a person in this movie. But uh, that actually makes it, the movie sound a lot more serious than it is because this movie is hysterical. And she has a friend who wears a garbage can on her head. Dion, <laughs> I've yeah. been shopping with Dr. Seuss. Hello, at least I didn't skin a collie to make my backpack. So, uh, oh, yeah, it's Sharon Dion, who are best friends. And the quote about their names is hilarious because Cher says, Dion and I are best friends because we know what it's like for people to be jealous of, jealous of us. And we were named after famous singers of the past who now do infomercials. So that's just a big slam on Celine Dion and Cher right there in 1995. Yeah, I, I, I want to go back and look at whatever infomercial Cher was doing. Yeah, I really have no idea yeah. what that would be. I, I don't remember it. But before we get into all of that, let's reintroduce our very special and first recurring guest, Katie from The Mummy. Hello, listeners. Thank you guys for having me back. Yes, welcome back, Katie. So, Welcome um, back. Yes. Uh, so why don't you tell us, Katie, a little bit why, because as you know, listeners, our guests get to pick the content of their episode when they hang out with Jason and Darth. It's here like the, the world's worst contest. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and we still haven't heard from you Australians, so why don't you pick something and be a guest star on the phone already? But Katie is our recurring guest, so maybe she can tell us a little bit why she chose this movie in the first place. Katie. So this movie, very much like The Mummy, uh, I grew up watching, loved it. Uh, I remember watching it when I was in middle school rewatching it now as an adult totally didn't get half of this stuff at that age oh big time like i'm listening and i'm just looking at everything going on right now i didn't know what what's going on this girl's got a biore strip on her nose i had no idea what that was later you find yeah, out you I, don't I actually had a broken nose i, didn't uh, yeah. realize it, was I mean, <laughs> it could be a broken nose it I is thought she had a nose job. yeah it could be yeah that's oh my yeah, god that's it looks what, like that's what I thought okay it was. see we're peeling yeah. the onion even as an even as adults so we don't know and she has this like she has this intense like oral fixation. She has to like touch her mouth or be like feeding like it's it's bad. Oh yeah, nobody Sharon's ever constantly does this. playing with her gum and yeah. Um, 
but yeah, she she has this fantastic opening scene with this actress whose name I cannot remember, who's in Night at the Roxbury. She plays a hooker uh, with Will Ferrell and Chris. Uh, we got our first whatever. Uh, What's his face yeah. from Saturday Night Live? Uh, yeah, carry uh, on. Anyway, Cher, <laughs> they kind of open at her school where after she's picked her outfit for school on her computer and her you computer. See just, just how, yeah, how <laughs> lavish and crazy her lifestyle is. Shares in debate class with Wallace Shawn, who is her, I think they called them professors back then because they actually had professors in high school, but that changed rapidly. I never called anyone. It says Mr. Hall yeah, on his yeah. little well, name tag. Maybe I got, I think Katie and I got lied to in middle school because uh, remember <laughs> when they were talking to us about uh, writing papers and we had to do them in cursive? Oh, yeah. And it would take several days to write a paper. And yeah. it was right before, you know, we got to write our papers on the computer and the teachers could actually read them. But they would tell us lies like, yeah, um, you better learn to write in cursive really clearly because the professors in high school won't even accept them if they're in anything other than cursive. And then computers happened and cursive died. So yeah, we never had to face the consequences. Of I don't really... have a child. I don't think they teach cursive anymore. No, they don't. It's a completely... Well, actually, some schools <gasps> some schools do. Latin Why? and cursive. <laughs> I, I actually, uh, my son, who, who up until uh, this year, was going to a certain um, North Fulton private school, who will not be mentioned. Okay. Um, but its initials are KR. Um, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to name it though. Sure. They they actually eh, for like third and fourth grade require seriously require the students to do everything in cursive. So basically, every student suddenly fails everything. Be- yeah. Yeah. It's going to ruin the batting average right there, yeah, right out yeah, of the starting gate. Yeah. No, we there, there's actually a whole saga that we went through with that. And uh, he's now going to a different school. Because of cursive, Jason? Well, you ma- couldn't teach your son cursive? Ma- mainly it was because uh, the principal said some rude things to me. And I said, okay, how much am I paying you? <laughs> I will not be doing that <laughs> yeah, anymore. For, for a public school education plus cursive? Yeah, and you yeah. don't learn the same things in private school that you do in public in public school. It's yeah. just not the same. I mean, I didn't learn how to make a shiv until I went to public school. No, like Katie, don't let us stomp all over you. When Jason gets on tangents about his kid <laughs> and his life and stuff, don't let him stomp all over you. Mention all one right, of them. Oh, here on, we go. go Intro on. Paul Rudd. Yeah, um, Paul Rudd, in case you're listening, you haven't aged in 25 years. Call me. <laughs> uh, but yeah... It, We've got to address this right out of the starting gate because his relationship with Alicia Silverstone is so freaking weird. weird. Yes. They're step siblings. They're only married for the parents were only married for like a year. Yeah. Um the whole thing is that Dan Hadaya, Alicia Silverstone's dad, who's a lawyer, and that sort of appears prominently in the movie. Uh Dan Hadaya insists on having Josh, the stepbrother, over for the weekend or something. And Alicia Silverstone's like, God, you were married to his mother five years ago for like a minute. Who cares? And he's like, you divorce wives, not children. And he's, he's very serious about it. But he sort of insists on having a relationship with his ex-wife's son, uh, who's grown. So I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so he's at their house a lot. I mean, I still talk with my stepdad, um, my stepbrother. 
No, it's not that you divorced, don't talk to them, but, but, but would you date your stepbrother, Katie? Is uh, is that something absolute, that you would consider Absolutely doing? not. I mean, no. This is weird. I don't like this conversation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was about to say, way to but, put her on okay, the spot. But to be fair, um, to be fair, they okay. are not dating yet. Uh, yet. Okay, she went and spoiled the movie right out of the starting gate. If, okay, what, how many years old is this? Like, if you haven't watched <laughs> yeah, it yet... So sorry. Get on it. You, If you haven't seen this since 1995, spoiler alert, uh, Josh and Cher end up together. But yeah, it's wow. just... This movie is almost 30 years old. Yeah, it is. Wow. That's... Thanks. That's, yeah. Thir- almost Thanks. 30. You get a year. Almost means not. Yeah. You're just... <laughs> God, but yeah, so they do have a weird relationship. And- yep, there we go again. Well, I mean, I think anyone with a relationship with Paul Rudd, it's probably going to be a weird relationship. That's just my read. That's oh, my, why? That's my instinct. What's wrong with Paul Rudd? What are you trying to say, Jason? Yes, and? What's wrong with Paul Rudd? No, it's just a vibe. It's just a, you know. You've got a vibe off a man that you've never been in the same room with? How do you know I've never been in the same room with him? Uh-huh. You don't know it. I don't. <laughs> I haven't, though. But <laughs> I knew it, listeners. I knew See, it all. I hate that we can't watch a movie with sound. Like, I understand why we can't, but the music is so great. The music is good in this movie. And the, there are some powerhouse actors in this movie, like Dan Hedaya and Wallace Shawn. Inconceivable from The Princess Bride. And he just plays a high school teacher, an underwhelming mm-hmm. high school teacher at that, uh, who teaches debate. But uh, we sort of skip past it. There's a moment when Cher does start off her her school day she's in debate class and she's talking about why haitians should be allowed into the country Haitians. yeah no she says hang on there's a whole story behind that uh alicia silverstone actually did mess up in real life and said Haitians, despite the fact that the script says haitians so she's like we could totally party with the Haitians or whatever it is that she says but the director didn't want it changed she was like no that is such a share thing to do so no, like let's keep it as Hadians. And honestly, I I was today years old when I found that out. I I Same. thought she did it on purpose, and I thought it was a brilliant character move. But no, is maybe Alicia Silverstone kind of is more like Cher yeah. than I would have liked to think. Yeah, I I, I think you might be onto something there. <laughs> I mean, she was in that god awful George Clooney Batman rendition. So oh, who god. knows about yeah. her decision making capabilities? Well, well, no. But to be <laughs> fair, I mean, when somebody says we'll give you X millions of dollars to be in this, you know, uh, disguised. I don't know. I, I can't blame her for the Batman and Robin decision. Just well, be, you know, who would have thought? You know that her agent told her to do that movie. Like this is going to be a thing yeah, that really yeah. launches you into the stratosphere. Or well, whatever. I mean, th- think about it. It's it's uh it, it's a Batman franchise movie. It's got George Clooney and that guy from Mystic Pizza. Um, that guy from <laughs> Mystic Pizza. I'm not doing this with um, you today. <laughs> okay, they're writing the note right now to Miss Geist. Geist from Mr. Hall. Yes. yes. And, okay, these teachers see these kids' handwritings all day, every day. Back in How? the 90s when we still wrote things instead of typed them. So, yeah. Right. How does she not – it's not a text message – um, how does she not notice that this is clearly not a middle-aged man's handwriting? This is probably one of her students. Uh, because it's Whoa. in her cubby. Internal in inconsistency in this movie? You Wait, you Whoa. have to suspend your disbelief for this movie, too? I thought that was only with fantasy movies like the Star Wars and the Star Treks. And the whatnot. Star Wars. Those yeah. things. Those uh, fancy things. Yeah, you yeah kids Star Wars. <laughs> no, but... Um, Marilyn Monroe, she's not dead. Oh, Gwen Stefani sitting in there. What? Right? what? 
Feels like Gwen Stefani. Oh, y'all are saying two different. No, uh, we're not doing this because y'all are talking about two different things. Uh, But Travis, the skater boy that we're looking at right now, that's John Arbuckle from the Bill Murray version of Garfield. (laughs) And it just makes me sad because he's somehow even shorter than Wallace Shawn in real life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I never thought about that. (laughs) They're both very, very tiny people. Yeah. Most actors are. They might be. Well, they might be in the Michael J. Fox True. Range of height is my guess. I like Tom him. Cruise. I, I, I actually <laughs> bring think... that back. No, Tom Cruise is taller. We've decided that on your mummy episode. <laughs> I, I he's actually a little think bit taller than Michael J. Fox. He does a. Uh, See, Gwen Stefani. Her... Yeah, yeah. He, she's he, sitting in leopard print. He, he gives one of the best performances though in the movie. Wallace Shawn does. Well, Wallace. Yeah, I mean, inconceivable. He, yeah, he does. No, no, no. Um, the the skater kid. Uh, oh, Travis. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Travis. Yeah, he actually it, just looking at his performance. Oh, look at that Starbucks cup. Sorry, I got real yeah. excited. Look, I've never <laughs> seen that look on a Starbucks cup in my entire life. From well, well, that's because it's 30 years old. And yeah. I wasn't drinking coffee yeah. at, what, seven? Seven or eight? Uh, were you not? I was. <laughs> we were seven or eight. <laughs> we're just being jackasses. Don't worry about it. Sangnanos. But yeah, uh, Wallace Shawn does give one of the most believable performances. I can go with that because I could totally picture him as a depressing high school teacher. Not to insult him, he's just... He sells it really well. Well, he's a good actor. I mean, you know, this is the guy who, yes, he's known for Inconceivable, but is also the guy from My Dinner with Andre. You know? And Toy Story, the T-Rex. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, he the, the guy, the guy's got talent, genuine talent. He's kind of all over the place. You know? I think the last thing I saw him on was Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. But the, the, the whole premise of this movie is that Cher is trying to improve her grades in high school. Is and that the premise? That's not... <laughs> It's, it's kind of what, all over the place. I didn't she's know finding why. That's a part A. Yeah. yeah, she's finding her sense of self and finding love. So that's the real premise. But uh, it starts with Cher and Dion manipulating Mr. Hall and Miss Guy's feelings <laughs> for each other. <laughs> Paul Rudd's reading Nietzsche. <laughs> oh, of course he is. God. And he's growing a goatee. And I think Cher calls it chin pubes, if memory serves. Like. But um, yeah, so she and Dion are trying to manipulate Mr. Hall and Miss Geist into falling in love with each other in order to improve their grades, which yeah, is yeah. possibly the most self-serving thing I've ever heard of in my life. I think there's some, I think they have a, a you know, an ulterior motive there. I think they genuinely would like to see, you know. Well, that comes uh, yeah, around yeah, later. I, th- I, I think, think there's a side effect. Yeah, I think they have some compassion there too. They they develop yeah. it. As the movie goes along, because Cher clearly not even on the right right side. Well, yeah, she's learning to drive and she's so, so terrible. at How is she ever going to inherit the Batmobile? How is that ever going to happen? Yeah. When she inherits George Clooney's franchise of Batman, which never took off. Yeah. You know, but going back (laughs) to the whole whole plot, you know, with them trying to set the teachers up. I do find it interesting in this movie that as we know in real life, people like Cher are horrible human beings. More or less. That if we knew them in real life, we would want to murder them. But they do a good job in this movie of... Humanizing her. Yeah, I mean, they're not... Cher isn't a bad person. Well, you in see, any way, you know, she she's not... She's not one of the people that we would actually meet in real life that was that materialistic and But shallow. that's because you see her actual home life where she's taking care of her dad and making yeah. sure that he eats yeah. right. And she's actually kind of kind in her own way. Right. But this is the second movie, Jason, if you will note, that Marky Mark gets honorable mention because they're she's learning to drive. Uh, Cher is learning to drive, and she's terrible at it, as yeah, Katie said. Yeah. And meanwhile, she has to have 
Josh, her former stepbrother in the car, because as Dan Hedaya says, two permits do not equal a license. No <laughs> yeah. cruising around with Dion. Yeah. And so she's driving and Josh is like, you know, we might get Marky Mark to plant a celebrity tree. Wow. And the be- one of the best lines that I think from Cher is, oh, wow, you're going to get Marky Mark to take time from his busy pants dropping schedule to come <laughs> and plant a tree. Oh, was Kenny G busy or something to that effect? But it's yeah, because it, this, so bef- this was before Marky Mark died and regenerated as Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yes, he, be- he became yeah. an actual person and yeah. a dad from what I hear. He's he's a human being now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. saying, have you ever seen Marky Mark and Mark Wahlberg in the same room? You have. I because have. they're the same person. <laughs> so there's that. But um, we get back to Ms. Geist where they're trying, Sharon Dion are trying to manipulate Ms. Geist into looking a little bit prettier and getting her together with Mr. Hall. And this brings me to one of the biggest things about this movie, which is the vocabulary. So... Uh, they say stuff like dope and whatever, which is very 90s, but they also had yeah. their own unique sort of language in this movie where um, when they're talking about pretty girls, like a pretty girl is a Betty, uh, an ugly dude is a Barney, you know, from yeah. the Flintstones. Yeah. Uh, you've got cake boy, which means that a, a guy is gay. Uh, and there's a whole line that Donald Faison, who's in this movie, by the way, also, in case any of you are fr- fans of Scrubs, uh, Turk from Scrubs is uh, Dion's boyfriend, Murray. And he's constantly calling her woman and upsetting her and it just being a general disappointment to her. And, 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 he, and he shaves his head to, quote, keep it real. Because uh, I'm keeping it real. Yeah. And, and Dion's like, you know what? You want to play games? And he's like, yeah, you want to play games? She goes, I'm calling your mother. Okay. And then he You're freaks whoa. out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's just a whole thing. So I... Uh, Honestly, this movie to oh, me is more kissing. so weird. Old people kissing. Oh yeah, because they didn't <laughs> say that. Because Miss Geist and Mister Hall get together, and they're smooching in the faculty parking lot, and Sharon and Dion are like, "Oh my god, old people can be so sweet!" Like, <laughs> so it's affecting the students' life for the better that Sharon and Dion got Miss Hall or Miss Geist and Mister Hall together, uh, because now everybody's getting better grades across the board. So that's kind of our act one thing. Well, yeah, I mean, that's and, and, and that's, that's really the lesson in this movie is students. If, uh, if your teachers are getting laid. Yeah. As long as you can make sure your teachers are getting laid, your grades will go up. And yeah. I actually do think that's true. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, I'm not going to say it's untrue because I know I'm thinking back to teachers that I had who gave me bad grades and I'm reasonably certain they were not getting laid. <laughs> I mean, I, I can see them. Yeah, no, there's no way that dude was getting laid. I have definitely, I'm now looking at her these outfits and I'm now convinced that I have gotten old because I'm like, how short is that skirt? We know your mother would well, never have yeah, laid I mean, she, she, in a skirt that short. Yeah, but I mean, she, so she, does, short. she does dress like a prostitute. If your mom won't lay like, one, she like has one a rouge. sweater set on. Like, yeah, yeah. That, it is kind of confusing because she's wearing like a very, you know, nice pearls and sweater set, but then she's got the skankiest shortest skirts on right yeah. and her dad's totally okay he's okay with pretty much everything until Except she goes grades. out with christian and no when she but goes he out was with- okay with that until paul rudd said something to him that's no, true. no 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 um yeah. what happened was like she's going out with christian who turns out to be the cake boy we find out later thanks to donald Faison, an but- actor who did not set the world on fire 
He did not. Justin yeah, Walker, yeah, I not, think is his yeah. name. If I'm, I don't even know. Yeah. But um, I've never seen him in anything else, literally. And but Cher comes out in a very, you know, it leaves very little to the imagination. It's Calvin Klein. It's Calvin Klein, Daddy. But he's he's like Cher. It looks like underwear. You've got to put something over it. And she's like, Duh, I was just going to. And she puts on this very sheer yeah, see-through yeah. <laughs> sort of top on top of it but it's a it cover and, yeah what's the name yeah. what's the name of the uh the one there that's dressed like one of the extras from the fifth element amber amber, amber. the redhead okay. the one that i said was a hooker in night at the rocks okay yeah because literally every time i see her and the fifth fifth element came out the next year after mm-hmm. this and it's like she's literally they, they watched this movie and went that's it that's Enter what, Brittany murphy that, those are the people we R. want to, to model Oh yeah, Brittany oh yeah, Murphy. the late the late Brittany Murphy. What and I I hate to plead ignorance on this, but what was the the story about her passing? Oh, um, officially they say that there was like mold in her house or something. Something in her house was affecting her health, oh. and she died in her sleep. That Ooh. being said, she dated Eminem for quite a time and was kind of known for some drug usage. So there's so so if you're dating Eminem, what you're saying is any. Whatever your death is, the circumstances will be suspicious. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly what I'm saying. No, her uh, honestly, her husband is in oh, court no, no. or was in court. Dr. Google. Paging Dr. Google. <laughs> <laughs> um, she died from drug intoxication and pneumonia. Oh, yeah. So the you, pneumonia was so because of what uh, was happening uh, in her yeah. house. She died from multiple drug intoxication, pneumonia, and iron deficiency anemia. Really? Yeah, because everybody dies of iron deficiency. That's um, weird. But yeah, no, I'm maybe I'm thinking about the court case because her mom or her husband sued, saying no, she didn't die of a drug overdose. She died because of oh, something yeah. that was happening in her house, and that's what it yeah. was. So I'm thinking about the claim more so than is what that too much. Is Jennifer Love Hewitt walking behind them? No, that's not no, <laughs> no. There's a girl in the '90s with a Jennifer Love Hewitt haircut. Imagine that. Yeah, hey. Uh, but yeah, Brittany Murphy does show up, and for most people. This is where we first saw both Brittany Murphy, Elise, well, all of them really, Donald Faison. Yeah, I was about to say, pretty much everybody. Yeah, they, yeah. it kind of made their careers. And this is a great moment right here because Murray, uh, Donald Faison, runs up to Dion and she's always like, Murray, I hate when you call me woman. And he's like, yeah, I know that modern terms sometimes are, you know, they've got an insulting quality, but not necessarily a misogynistic undertone or whatever he tells her. But... She's like, oh, okay, then you're fine calling me woman and everything's fine with that. But th- this movie is so quotable. That's what I remember about it. Like the as if and uh, whatever, which I'd like to bring up right now, listeners, that Katie actually dressed for this occasion. Yes. I did. We've yes. got pictures and we have an Instagram account. So get excited because you're about to see into our tiny, yes, tiny yes. little <laughs> recording world. Where we will uh, show you uh, Katie's yeah, Ka- nice Katie, 90s outfit. Katie did something that Jay, uh, Darth and I never do. Excuse me, I dressed up. Well, no, what I was going to say is that she did something you and I never do, which is put effort into this. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, we don't give a crap about this. I'm wearing, you I'm wearing 90s, uh, I have a 90s belt on. You can't see it. I'm going to kick take you my in the face. <laughs> No, uh, Jason told me last night flat out that he doesn't give two figs about this podcast and that he wouldn't be dressing up. That being said, I didn't I'm, say fig. <laughs> I know you said something else entirely. 
That being said, I'm dressed more like Paul Rudd from Clueless. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a peace sign necklace. We'll show you the hey, pictures. Hey, grunge is back, man. But, but Katie looks great. She's dressed like Cher with the jacket and everything. And we took some pictures. And you'll see not just that, but you'll see the pictures Hot, of our beers. pictures. You have to say stuff like that or they won't go look. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was actually about to talk about variant <laughs> brewing. Yeah, I mean, I, I know they're not, but you have to tell them that. Well, it gets know. hot and steamy because Click of the beers break. that we're drinking. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Yay. exactly. Yeah. You're welcome. So uh, we actually, I know we make fun of ourselves a lot for sticking with the same beers all the time, but believe it or not, listeners... <gasps> We flipped the script and changed our beers this week. So, Jason, what yes. are you drinking from Variant Brewing? I am drinking tonight a magnificent, I think it's a porter. It's called Dark Alchemy. I th- I'm pretty and sure it's an IPA. No, it's not an IPA. But it is. But it tastes like you. I'm joking. I'm totally yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> yeah. It, then they screwed up their IPA. I'm totally messing with you. No, uh, this is uh, Dark Alchemy, which it, it tastes like alcoholic Yoohoo. So and it's delicious. It's, it's one of the best beers. Ever want to get a ten year old drunk? That's the way to do it. No, I'm just kidding. But no, don't no, do that. no, don't do that. I've never wanted to. Um, have oh, you, you're, you you have. I mean, tell I'm, us more. I'm not specific instances. I'm not a celebrity who recently had a very serious allegation against them. Leave me out of this. Wait, which? <laughs> unfortunately, that's kind of vague. <laughs> exactly. There are so many celebrities that could. Uh, that could apply to. I know. So, um, so you've got your dark, dark alchemy. Yes, so. I have dark alchemy, which is, uh, I got to say, you know, I, I, I didn't go with my usual, which is, as everybody knows, the Norcross IPA, which is like my favorite beer. But I tried this dark alchemy just on a whim, and I have got to say, I'm going to be hard pressed to switch back. Oh wow! It is outstanding. Okay. And and I see that you. Do not have a crowler. You have something uh, in a bottle. I yes, that's a, you're exactly right. I went for my raspberry lemon goza uh, after trying the conditional love, which is what I'm drinking now, because uh, listeners, I'm weak. I want what I love. I wanted the raspberry lemon but goza. God but, didn't want you to have it. No, he didn't, because dead serious, they sold out of the raspberry lemon goza. That's how good it is. So uh, they had actually sold the last three crawlers because the last person in there before me who said, hey, I'd like to get a Raspberry Lemon Goza crawler. They said, oh, we've only got three left. You're just in time. And they were like, oh, well, I then I'll take all three of them. Maybe that robbing me of my Raspberry Lemon Goza. Or maybe that was Jesus. And he took those three because he knew what you needed was conditional love. Uh, maybe so, because yeah. I do love this beer. It yeah. actually comes bottled from Variant, and we'll put pictures of our Instagram up on our Instagram. Excuse yeah, it's me. not. It's not. They don't sell that one in a crowler, right? As far as I know, yeah. no. Uh, it, they told me we don't have a crowler, uh, so I I had it in a bottle. But it's a larger bottle than normal, so it's. Uh, I'm they not, didn't invent. I'm an, not. Uh, look, Alicia Silverstone has that leotard thing on, so I'm not. Oh, so you're I'm very not, distracted. I'm, whatever, so, you can just um, say anything you want. Miss Katie, what are you drinking tonight? Well, I deviated as well from my soft drop and roll, but I got the variant uh, Moon Cloud, and it is an IPA. Very cool. And it is delicious. Good, good, good. You know, and, I'm uh, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but look at Paul Rudd's shirt. Yeah. Six eighty eight Atlanta. Atlanta. I wonder what that means. Yeah, you know, for the those of you who don't know, we're we're based out of. 
just north of Atlanta. You're old. You don't know what they're... Oh, wait. You're not from here, though. I'm, you're I'm, from I'm Louisiana. From, yeah, I'm so. not from Atlanta. Yeah. That's true. I know it's 688. <laughs> I, I know it's 688. <laughs> Dr. Google. Oh, um, paging, paging Dr. Google. The 688 Club was a popular alternative music venue in Atlanta, she Georgia. There you go. Located at 688 Spring Street. It was basically our Studio 54. It closed in 86. <laughs> <laughs> It was definitely our studio. So Paul, hipster, yeah. Paul Rudd's a hipster. Yeah, it was definitely our studio. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Liza's still there knocking on the door like, yeah. uh, Liza, uh, let me in. I've yeah, got to dance. Yeah. There were many, many police and ambulance calls to the 688 That's where she broke club. her hip. Yeah. She talks about that in interviews. I broke my yeah. hip at the 688 club. Ah, uh, cocaine. It's an alternative music. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Wait, what was alternative music in 1986? That's a, that, that kind of... I think you know alt music because we say alternative, which is a genre that was invented in the '90s. So you have to wonder what was alt music in the '80s. I'm pretty sure I'll be paging Doctor Google in a minute. <laughs> wait, wait, out. he's responding. Oh goodness. Um, The Cure, REM, The Smiths, Violent Femmes. Oh, okay, all right. It's, yeah. it's, so what it's we... late '80s. Yeah, I could see. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Alternative rock, sort of a deal. God, but... I wish I could have gone to that club. <laughs> I wish. I would love in your okay. dad jeans. All right. Okay. So now I've got like three things ahead of go back and kill Hitler. If I ever get a time machine, <laughs> go to the <laughs> yeah. So Hitler, club. Hitler's yeah. just falling further and further down Look, the I'll, list of priorities. I'll get for you. to it. I'll get to it. <laughs> get around to it. But um, fifth element. Oh God, you keep <laughs> seeing hair. Amber yeah. and yelling fifth element. <laughs> no hooker from Night at the Roxbury. No uh, Richard Grieco. Yeah, let's be honest though. The one that looks like a hooker is Alicia Silverstone. She doesn't look like a hooker. She's got another, she's got a sweater vest on. Yeah, okay. So basically you're saying Katie looks like a hooker because she's wearing Cher's jacket. Is that what you're saying, Jason? Well, I wasn't going to say it explicitly, but now that you put (laughs) me to it, fine. You're welcome. Uh, But yeah, so this movie is probably very popular in Japan. Oh, God. I'm just saying. (laughs) With the short skirts? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> no dr krieger porn for you uh but yeah i so here's the thing that with this movie is that like Cher goes through this discovering her sense of self where she's trying to sort of perform good deeds and part of that is hooking up britney murphy with this guy named elton where she's they make over britney murphy's character who's named ty uh because she comes in all skater and uh, she's kind of punk looking. A little and more grunge. Grungy. Yeah, 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 I'd say Whereas grunge. This is Beverly yeah. Hills, Rodeo Drive. But they, yeah. they, they, it reminds me of Mean Girls, which it shouldn't because this is way, way pre. No, but Mean Girls, sorry, reminds me of uh, Clueless because debate. they have a, debate. They have a scene in Mean Girls that's kind of similar to what happens with Ty when she first shows up because Sharon Dion are like, okay. Oh, for God's um, sakes. Those, We're doing Rambo next week. <laughs> oh, are you losing your sense of manhood, Jason? No, I'm bored. You go shoot a deer. <laughs> oh, you're bored. Get some of your friends to come on then. Oh, wait. I don't have friends. If we see a Gadzooks in this in this movie, I'll be really excited. <laughs> oh God. But no, I, th- this in Mean Girls is so similar in my head because when Ty first comes on the scene, Cher and Dion are like, okay, those are the rich Persian kids. You can't talk to them unless you own a Mercedes or whatever she says. And um, those are the burnouts. They sit on the hill and, uh, they, you know, they're good for a laugh every now and then. But it's just like the scene where in Mean Girls, they bring Lindsay Lohan into the cafeteria. Like, those are the sexually active band geeks and those are the beautiful people. You're not allowed to talk to them. Like, 
So it's it's got a very similar vibe. And it's it's just Mean Girls, but in 1995, for those of you who are too young to remember 1995. Um, or were too stoned to remember <laughs> You know, that, that's a, a stupid yeah. possibility. Yeah. <laughs> Look, more plaid. <laughs> oh, it's all... Even the... Di- that actually dressy clothes in the 90s had plaid This would be involved. a great drinking game. I, oh, plaid? I, take a drink. Oh, take a shot. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I really wish that this this era of fashion would just come back. 100%. It has. No, it, it, in it, a way has. it has. In Grunge a, has. In, in and a, Jason, you dress it, in it's the same never five gonna... shirts every week <laughs> with khakis interspersed with well, jeans. Look, I think you wore this I, last time yeah, I was here. I'm, look... <laughs> Well, I've only got three shirts, so uh, the odds are exactly thirty three percent. Look, okay, Maybe this we shirt tapped into something. A, a blue, a blue shirt, and usually it's a blue shirt with white stripes. Do you know what Christopher Columbus's crew was wearing when they? Oh Jesus! A blue, Christ. blue shirts with white stripes. That's what we. This is what we've been wearing for hundreds of this years. This is how old Jason is because in 1492, Jason wore the shirt that's blue. So that's, <laughs> no, no, that's exactly Ray, what's no. happening. I, I, I have to take exception to that. I get seasick. There was no way I was going on that damn trip. I'm going to throw something at you. So Cher's very upset with her shoe right now or oh, very upset yeah, with Travis so, for ruining her shoe. All right, we're talking this about is me. This is me 100%. I think I've gotten mad at people for ruining my shoes. Oh, big time. Yeah, so they, they go to this party in the valley and Cher's mission is once again to hook up Ty and Elton. And this, is, I think people really remember this, a couple of scenes from the party, because like Jason mentioned, Murray shaves his head because yeah, he's keeping yeah. it real. And Dion calls his mom on a cell phone that's roughly the size of my car. Wait, is this the scene where she's almost raped by the guy that looks like a handsome Kylo Ren? Uh, no, that it happened shortly after okay, this, okay, but that's yeah, Elton, right. who okay, you're thinking yeah, about. Yeah. Uh, so they're at the party right now, and they're playing this game called Suck and Blow with a driver's license. I've never heard this game ever. <laughs> no, no, not this game never existed. They're literally just uh, taking a driver's license and sucking it against their lips and then sort of kissing their partner and passing it along and... Elton sneaks a kiss from Cher and she's like, God, Elton, can't you suck? And it's just like, all right. I didn't get a lot of the innuendo I think, with this I, movie I think, back hold in the on. day. I think so you probably in the can. TV, so, so Clueless, the spinoff TV show. Oh, yeah. I swear, this other guy is in the TV show. What other guy? The one who's shaving Murray's yeah, head? Yeah, he's shaving his head. He looks familiar. Because it wasn't this, the Murray in the movie was the Murray in the TV show. Because very few people made it I didn't know there from... was a TV show. Yeah, oh, there was. I watched it every morning right before walking to school because, um, listeners, I used to walk that, to middle school. It was explained. a mile away from my house. Yeah, she lived so, very close So much school. is being explained right now. You're the oldest person in the room. Be quiet. No, no. I'm sure you walked to school uphill both ways in the snow. No, I rode my pee My dad has legit oh, right. given me that. <laughs> That was your Astro Boy haircut. No, no, I, le- I left my pet alligator at home, and I, I got him my Piro, and then <laughs> rode to school. They have alligators in Louisiana. Is that how that works? Yeah. So, there? so in the in the TV, yes. sh- the characters from the movie that made it to the TV show were we Stacy Dash, uh, Donald. What is it? Faison. Faison. Uh, so Stacy Dash um, is Dion. Yeah, Dion. Um, Murray made it. Um, Amber, who is Eliza. Donovan. Night at the Roxbury Hooker. <laughs> exactly. And then Sean Holland, who was the guy shaving his head. So, yes, he did make it over. Oh, so oh. he was Murray. And okay, Brittany cool. Murphy did make it for a little bit, but she was not Ty. She was Jasmine. Interesting. Yeah, I, used I, to I had no all. idea. I was today years old when I learned that there was a clueless TV Oh, my show. God. I watched it all the time. Didn't I know. loved it. 
I was probably too busy uh, taking up your time run? in middle school quoting movies for um, you, me to know that. Not long. I like her. You, you, having her in here is like having uh, Alexa or Siri. You just tell me. <laughs> Shit. Paging hey, Katie. Dr. Katie, <laughs> Katie, how long did uh, did Clueless the series run? Let's see. Piss off. <laughs> oh, my, my Google has actually started thanking me for saying please. Oh, yeah. No. Skynet is oh. so close to taking <laughs> no, oh, over my oh, So it was life. on ABC for one year. From 96 to 97, and then UPN oh, back in the day. UPN! 97 to 99. Which is a nice shout out to Clerks, the animated series, yeah, because yeah. Um, they, oh God, here we go. they pitched that show to UPN, who loved it, loved it, Shocker. loved it, and really wanted it on their network, but then uh, I think it was Fox actually made them a ABC. better offer. ABC, ABC, ABC you're yeah. right, you're right. ABC made them a better offer and then screwed them over with their time slots. So they should have gone with UPN and maybe Kevin Kevin's career would have been totally different. Who knows? Wow. So yeah, because his career yeah. is awful right now. He's not, he doesn't have anything going well, on right now. They're making yet another Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, they're, they're doing what? A sequel to Chasing Amy, I heard. Oh, what? No, no, there's some things that should not be remade because they yeah. are There's something classic. that shouldn't have been made in the first place. Hey. <laughs> like Chasing Amy was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Chasing Amy is god awful. Yeah. Sorry, Kevin. I love you and most of your work, but Chasing Amy is not part of it. Do you and love, there goes a fan base. Do, do you hey, love Ben Affleck? Get on before do, I kick you on. Go. Yeah. Do you love Kevin Smith's work or do you love a few things? I love Jeff done? Anderson. Yeah. AKA Randall Graves. This is yeah. Dogma was the first Kevin Smith movie I think I ever saw. Dogma's good. My father let Dogma's me watch great. anything. Yeah. I that movie came out like I think in ninety nine. But well, I learned so many bad words from that movie. Dogma, yeah. dogma is. I was a, very sheltered. Dogma is a movie that if you're not Just Catholic, you you can't appreciate. Um, Excuse me, I'm Protestant. No, I no. Did you go to a Methodist church when we were in middle school? That's Protestant. Yes, Protestant. That's Protestant. No. <laughs> anything that's not anything that's Christian but not Catholic or Mormon is Protestant. Yeah, so. I know nothing. Yeah, yeah. I was Catholic. <laughs> So, yeah, you you knew the right way to be Christian. I knew the uh, going to America way to be Christian. So, so the movie, the movie right, is that about that I usually uh, have to tell you to get back who, on topic. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, but yeah, okay. So honestly, we're not got missing any a thoughts ton on of, Islam. That while we're well, at it. <laughs> Anyway, I know that hummus is uh, oh, Arabic. Hummus. Oh my god, it's, it's hummus. <laughs> no, it isn't. It's hummus. <laughs> I'm sorry, I learned it from a Tom Jane show. Yeah. That I'm really fond of. I've I've been to a Fridays. It's hummus. <laughs> anyway, you should not take life advice from Fridays god. ever. Never. Um, honestly, we haven't missed that much because this is what I told Josh. There's <laughs> not that much to miss. <laughs> no, there's not. It's a, but that's what I told Josh when I was it's, rewatching it and taking my notes. It's a two-hour-long movie. No, it is. It's only ninety minutes. No, it's yeah, it's only ninety minutes. Mummy was tw- two hours. Yeah, this is a short movie. Yeah, it's like ninety-six minutes. It's only nine. It felt longer. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's Shh, what it is. You're ruining. Let's right take bets. I bet. No, it's, I, I. I still love this movie, but I was taking notes and I was like. There were just moments where I had nothing to write, nothing, no thoughts. 20 like, bucks. It, there is no deep, you're not getting any epiphanies from this movie. Well, despite the fact that they quote Shakespeare. Oh, come on. They do. <laughs> Only because Mel Gibson. Yeah, because of Mel Gibson. But I, 
I mean, this mo- this movie has its moments, and it's mostly for its quotability. <laughs> he just has like the evil hands, like I know. Right. He oh, took yeah, her to so a evil liquor. Kylo Ren is he about took her to a chair. He yeah. took her to a liquor store. So in rape? the valley, yeah. So rape anyone? Uh, rape? No, 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 no. It's rape? not that severe. It's literally just like Elton kissing her, and she's like, "Stop it! I was trying to set you up with Ty." And he goes, uh, "Why? But why would I want to be with Ty?" Well, there's just this whole thing about. Cher is really staging the relationship between Ty and Elton. Do you think my helmet looks like a duck? Sorry. Get out, Darth. Um, <laughs> no, Kylo. Wait, I'm Darth. <laughs> right. Oh, Kylo. Okay. Uh, but no. His reasoning I, behind, I have her picture in my locker because you took the picture. Yeah. Really? So it's really? like, why are you keeping another picture of a girl? Well, look, to be fair. Because another girl Oh, to be fair. What, uh, look, let's no, no, no. To be fair. He clearly, based on the fact that he's about 45 years old and still in high school. <laughs> so Luke he, Perry on 90210. He's, he's probably got oh, some sort of a learning soon, disability. There's no or, such thing as too soon. I wasn't saying, yeah, God, now I can't make my learning disability joke. <laughs> you know what? Because now people are going to say I'm... <laughs> you know what? Um, we're never going to recover from your JFK joke. So that just was, calm that was a down. Joke. It was more of an anecdote. And he's driving a Camaro. So? And? It's 1995. That's perfectly yeah. feasible. In Beverly Hills. Dwight uh-huh. Schrute drives, a- no, not a Camaro. He drives uh, so the, it's some a other 80s car. Yeah, no, y- y- uh, yeah, okay, but there's lots of 80s cars. You're old. What does that have to do with, what is You remember it? all the cars from the 80s. Yes, because I know about cars. Okay. This is the 90s. Let's get back to talking about the dresses. Oh, and her getting held up at gunpoint in... Oh, because the just dress... Wait, just wait till the 1954 Nash Metropolitan I love her show. where she goes, this is an Elia! <laughs> you and I always sync up on specific lines. It's Sorry great. about that, audience. We just buried the needle on the volume. And you're deaf again. <laughs> well, yeah. the, y'all are going to be mad because Jason actually fixed my volume before this episode, so you can blame him at North Foggy on Twitter. Well, to be fair, if I had fixed it, you wouldn't be able to hear her. Ooh! <laughs> this is true but uh yeah share share's having a bad night because uh, ty doesn't hook up with the guy that she wants her to hook up with and then she gets kind of sexually harassed in a circus liquor parking lot sexually assaulted i would say i i i mean he was he tried to kiss her i'm not saying that like unwanted advances what am i the guy over here <laughs> Good, but I'm just saying, like, okay. Because you've never been sexually assaulted. I, I'm just like, saying, I'm the guy saying the guy should go to jail. You two are defending him. No, we're not defending him. We just, we've seen worse. Like, on average. <laughs> no, this, so, that's fair. This, this is, we're very desensitized. Like, I was looking in their kitchen. This is a Beverly Hills mansion. And I was like, I've seen bigger kitchens than this. <laughs> Especially in the South. But uh, right? this is a big moment right here where most of the women figured out that Alicia Silverstone was going to wind up with Josh. Because when she gets sexually assaulted and attacked and then uh, yeah, mugged. The, the minute, well, she says, yeah. who's uh, a loser? That, yeah. Oh, wait, that was earlier. It doesn't No, no, no. That's a, completely, yeah. that's a completely different yeah, the, thing. The, the men figured teaching. it out about five minutes after the movie began, but continue. You know what? <laughs> you know what? No, but the women figured it out because after she gets assaulted slash mugged, whatever, the first person she calls for help is Josh. So even though he's in the middle of making out in some very 90s jeans, by the way, uh, with this woman who's wearing a beret, uh, <laughs> Cher wore a beret like three times earlier. That that reminds me. She of the made 90s. it look better though. Well, duh, it's Cher on a, on a bed with a girl in a beret wearing blue jeans. Yep, that was the nineties. 
in case we weren't clear that Jason's the oldest man in all of history and time. But uh, yeah. So yeah. Josh, By the way, you're riffing on a movie that you loved when you were a kid. The movie is 30 years old. So welcome, 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 welcome to the club. <laughs> you're just saying that because I'm in my 30s. You're in your 40s. I don't even want to hear it. But yeah, loving it. Share 100% schools Josh's date in the car. And it's kind of like a power move because Josh's date is like, it's like Hamlet said, did thy own self be true? And Cher's like, no, Hamlet didn't say that. That Polonius guy did. And she's like, excuse me, I think I remember Hamlet accurately. And she goes, well, I remember Mel Gibson accurately. And just schools, uh, I think an English major or a poetry major on Hamlet. So that was a pretty good slam. And here we are. Ty is upset oh. that Elton doesn't like her. And she goes, it's my hips. And that definitely is a 90s thing versus oh, a now thing. Time. Because I don't know. Butts and hips. That's like, that's what's in right now. That and later in the movie when Ty is into Josh and she's like, well, we were talking about like, you know, how guys like girls are in college because they wear less makeup on their face. And that's why guys like them more. And it's like, holy shit, that's the most middle school thing I've ever heard in my life. Uh, but they, uh, RIP, they bring up Luke Perry right now because the girls, when they find out that Elton doesn't like Ty, they blow off school and take Ty to the mall and they go see the new Christian Slater movie. So you know it's 1995. It's, uh, it's Slater. It's uh, a mononym. It's a mononym. We've talked about <laughs> And Katie has a blank face again because we're referencing a show that she doesn't watch, a.k.a. Archer. <laughs> I've watched Archer. Just well, not, Christian oh. Slater's in Archer. Is I know. It, I'm is, paying more attention to this because there's is, like a it, penis it, reference coming well, up yes, with the breadsticks. Okay. Yeah, they're talking about breadsticks and they, they're talking about some guy's curve. <laughs> you, you take over. Go no. on, ladies, discuss. <laughs> they're they're talking. They're holding breadsticks and they're talking about um how they know the courage. anatomy <laughs> yes. of the male anatomy, and yeah, they're just talking about. And she said, "Don't scare Cher because she's a virgin." Yeah, and they talk about a virgin like it's a freaking Nazi. Like, don't touch your leper, like all that yeah, stuff. I yeah. I will say, I will gladly say, at that age, I had no idea what they were talking about. I was like, I don't understand what's going on right now. I yeah. got the gist of what they were going for. No, they actually, I, was, I did like, too, but no, they, it they, wasn't... They talk about it like they're Nazis talking about Jews. Yes. Okay, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> no, that's... <laughs> no, but... Ist eine Juden? <laughs> I ha- want no part She of has nicht been stumped. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you so hard in the face. Um, no, uh, they're talking about guys' curvature, and uh, they don't get into shrinkage quite like Seinfeld does. But uh, oh, Jinkos, we got some Jinkos. Jabos. Oh shit, Jinkos. Uh, yeah, and this is a great moment with Cher, uh, where she's talking about how she's the one who abstains from having a boyfriend, having sex, whatever, because she's like. Oh my God, these people with their saggy pants and their boxers and their backwards caps and their greasy hair, like we're expected to swoon. I don't think so. And then you get Christian, the uh, soon to be the pronounced. obviously gay. According to so men, you know what? High school girl obviously we're talking about. gay guy. Yeah, he's just so well coiffed, well groomed. He's, he's clean. Yeah, yeah, he took a shower this week. Sploosh. So there's that. <laughs> um but yeah share is like i've done so many good deeds setting up or trying to set up ty and like helping these people oh but wait a minute is it okay if i look for a boy for myself and 
So she falls in love with Christian head over heels and he's in her debate class and they start hanging out, but she starts tempting him with these really obvious ploys of like, oh my gosh. So I started ordering myself flowers and chocolates and stuff just so he'd know how desired I am. <laughs> and that that's just her ploy for getting a boy to pay attention to her. Cause Jason, as a, as a professional man over there, yes. and I use the word professional very loosely. Well, I have 40 years of <laughs> Well, um, 30 years. What, what uh, does it take to get uh, to, to get a man to pay attention to a woman if she's looking? Breasts. Oh, okay. And uh, Cher's uh, got I mean, those wait, sort of. It's, <laughs> we're, it's not that complicated. Actually, the, speaking for men of the world as uh, an appointed, duly appointed representative. All of you of out men. there. <laughs> He's your representative. What Are Cher, you comfortable with what that? What Cher is doing is she is, uh, she's interested in him mm-hmm. and she wishes to express her interest in him. And she chooses all of these sort of uh, cute little subterfuges to do this <laughs> instead sure. of just fucking telling him. <laughs> this is high school. You literally don't do that in high school. That's why they make fun of you and they say it's high school. Yeah, I mean, hell, I'll I'll even go so far as to introduce a personal anecdote. All these anecdote. people have tattoos, like, okay, sorry. Yeah, the, oh, it, it's Catherine you know, O'Hara. It's, it's very... Oh, no, it's no, not. No, that's the fucker. <laughs> Night at the Rock. Sorry, I thought, was, I thought it was Catherine O'Hara. I'm sorry. She's not saying bebe, <laughs> so why don't you just calm down? But, yeah, it... Uh, middle school, high school was so awkward because you were so in love with somebody instantly... But you had oh, yeah. no idea how to express it. Kind of our Eddie Izzard. Yeah. Oh, hello, Sue. I saw you in the room. Uh, do you have legs? <laughs> Me too. Great. And you just don't know how to no, say you have that no idea. to your potential partner. Well, you're so afraid of rejection. Oh, that, that you, that's your you, driving You, you thing, always yeah. save. You're always trying to get out there just enough so that if they say no, you can act like you didn't actually just want. Just kidding. Yeah, I would, <laughs> or I want to tell you something, but I'm afraid to. Or I, you don't want to hurt this person. Or but I think I know somebody who likes you. Schools participate in this nonsense because if you recall, Katie, from middle school, we used to have uh, carnation sales for Valentine's Day, oh, and yes. you could send a carnation to your Valentine. Ooh. I sent one. Not not to interrupt, but. Seriously. But you do, though. I know. <laughs> I didn't actually even notice the oral fixation until you mentioned it, and now it's all I see. You're yeah, welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. She's constantly putting something in her mouth. I mean, chocolates. I don't um, think there's a single, you know. Nothing dirty. <laughs> Just. Well, no, she washes it first. <clears throat> I mean, she's not an animal. <laughs> No, there should oh, be no laugh to that. There should be no laugh to that. It should be crickets. What are you talking about? Anyway. Oh, Christ. Anyway. Uh, you you see, you think obscene thoughts, and so, you know. Such a douchebag right now. Hey. <laughs> yeah, can somebody get hey. the door? Somebody get the... I can't answer the door. Oh, Paul Red does oh, it. He him. just strolls oh, in. Him. He does like, this little, like, turn. And Paul Red's like, are you fucking kidding me oh, Okay, to, to give you listeners some context, uh, Cher has started dating... In her mind, she started dating Christian, the cake boy, uh, without realizing it's not yet a cake that boy he, yet. I was just, I was getting to that, Katie. Uh, without realizing that he's gay, and Dan Hedaya hates him right out of the starting gate. Like, what are you, Sammy well, Davis yeah. Jr.? Like, yeah. he, he hates his Rat Pack hat and yeah. his, his it, whole vibe. And uh, oh, um, there we go. Paul Rudd sees Cher coming down in her Calvin Klein dress. This is like a throwback to Gigi. Thank you, Calvin Klein. (laughs) 
Oh, so that you appreciate about this movie? Well, now yeah, she, well, she does what, have boobs. What, what am I? <laughs> yes. No, no. I watched this because yes, of the, no. the, the the very deep story. <laughs> the deep. The, yeah, no. It's basically Citizen Kane with boobs. <laughs> Citizen Kane is about a sled. No, it isn't. <laughs> the sled is incidental. Don't make me go all James May on you. Because I'm actually about to in the car. I will bring up the I'm office debate the, about Citizen Kane so hard. But here we have the cover-up, which is a see-through sheer Yeah, like little, I mentioned earlier. Like when, coat. Because right. sheer, your dress looks like underwear. Okay, but. everyone shut up. 1954, <laughs> Nash Metropolitan. Okay. I love this, that you know the exact this, car. This car is... Can you imagine when this car came out? It cost $1,200. 1957. Well, they I made it. They, no, that's a fifty-four. They made it. No, but they made it for about five years. They made something like sixty thousand of those. Had a one point five liter straight four in it. And how oh, for Christ's sake, Jerry? Go ahead, no, Jerry go Seinfeld ahead. has an erection somewhere right now. Go with ahead, what you're talk saying. about the dresses. And here's our first instance, <laughs> listeners, where Paul Rudd. You kind of get the gist that he's into Cher. No, the second decides, she walks down the stairs, he's like, he well, just is dumbstruck. Yeah, but here's but, the confirmation yeah, where he's yeah. like, uh, you don't need me, right? Uh, I should go to this party, yeah, right? And the dad's like, I don't, the dad's like, I could give two fucks. Oh, and then the Scott The band. mighty, mighty oh, Boston. <laughs> see, you laughed. The fucking 90s music, man, is amazing. I'm not saying I hated it back then. Wait, I just but, have but sense you, now. But you know, you know. No, which, I love it more now than oh, I did God. then. You By know, the way, it is 20 years since 10 Things I Hate About You came out. You, you, you know which yeah. band that is, though, right? Um, it's the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Yeah, with Dickie Barnett as himself. Well, yeah, I mean, the whole band is... Yeah, they actually yeah, make an appearance yeah, yeah. Uh, with the most pitiful stage dive that has ever happened in the history of cinema. Yeah, they they did not last long. But <laughs> the, no, but I agree but with the you. The no, lyrics to this... Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, um, Squirrel Nut Zippers. Oh. Do either of you remember the Squirrel Nut Zippers? I think yes. there's a cover band. No, no. I'm totally mm-hmm. fucking yeah, with you. No. no, there's no cover band. <laughs> um, Welcome back, Katie. I miss you. <laughs> oh, the little overalls. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Ty. Okay. So they've gone to this frat party that's inexplicably in an emptied out, very polished garage slash It's a very clean. It's, it's a typical thing. It's a typical thing. Well, we all know. I mean, fraternity members would have gotten there hours before scrubbing everything, making sure it was perfectly polished. Maybe Ted Bundy yeah. murdered somebody it's and cleaned it up first. It's called um, They well, had used toothbrushes. Oh, right. Uh, stepping on Doritos. Fifth element. Um, what? <laughs> Night <laughs> at the Roxbury <laughs> Oaker. How many <laughs> times do I have to say it? Uh <laughs> Oh, but this, oh, this she dresses, I love her She dresses tiara. like Ruby Rod. Hang on. She's got a tiara. She well, no, Ruby Rod dressed way, he dressed Actually, way better true, than yeah, Amber. Ruby Rod did and she's dress. A, well, she, here she does, she references, she references her outfit as a Monet. She says, no, 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 oh, it's not even, the, it's not outfit, it's Amber herself. Amber herself. And they actually do a recall to that. They do a shout out on Scrubs many years later because of that, because right now, um, the girls are kind of fretting over, oh my gosh, is Amber pretty? And and Cher's like, no, she's a full-on Monet. And uh, Brittany Murphy's like, well, what's that? And she goes, oh, I mean, from far away, it's all right, I guess. But then you get up close and it's a big old mess. Uh, but on Scrubs, many years later, Donald Faison, who's in this movie, Clueless, he's Turk on Scrubs. He, he makes up his own acronym. I can't remember what it is, but he's like, Oh yeah, she's only he's she's cute from far away, but when you get close, uh, she's like a dumpster fire. <laughs> it, it, it's the exact same joke. Wait, you mean like a butterface? 
<laughs> yes. That's a misogynistic tone. Oh, that, that's a <laughs> that was the line? That was the yeah. line? I hey, hey, that. a guy can be a butt face. Come on. Okay. It's the same thing. I mean, there's no need to come down on yourself right now, Jason. It's just... Uh... See, you just <laughs> softballed it, and I'm going to leave that one there. <laughs> anyway. Because I don't want to... I love I... the outfit changes Ty yeah. goes through while she's trying to stand out well, and look cute. Well, that's how diverse the, the, the There we go. Oh, change it again. Yeah, back in the 90s. Blossom. No, but it's not changing. She's literally just... She's got a little top on at first on her shoulders and then she ties it around her hair and she's literally just trying to attract anyone. Her outfit is versatile. Yeah, she's done. It's, it's like so three, three pieces, hurts. 10 ways. <laughs> but yeah, and the lyrics to, I know most people don't pay attention to the lyrics. Of a it. Mighty Mighty Boston yeah, song. No, uh, in this we don't. <laughs> but it's like, there was this girl and I don't know her name either. And it just, none of it makes any sense. And I said yeah, I'd never okay. leave her. If I did, I would write to her reminder. Maybe what? Maybe I will. Like it just it it's, it's so forgetful and so ridiculous. I want to listen to. Black I love Hole the dancing, by the way. Like the way he's dancing. Like I think my dad. Like that was how my dad danced with us as kids. Like, oh, and here you yeah, Paul Rudd can't dance, and then you see Christian who's out with Cher, and you. Paul Rudd sees Christian having a super gay moment with another dude <laughs> where he's clearly trying to attract to be another fair man. to be fair that's probably not a really super gay moment I can I can think of something that would be but that's you know that's moderate now I'm just looking at Jason with I'm just saying <laughs> some suspicion in my eyes uh, you know hey you guys weren't stationed with Jason overseas if you were mm. you'd understand what yeah. happened between him and his buddy Johnny Another shout out to Scrubs. But anyway, uh, yeah, so Cher is super into Christian at this point and has no idea that he's gay. But it's Donald Faison who brings that up later uh, that Christian has no interest in women. Uh, but yeah, Brittany Murphy falls asleep in her super 90s outfit in the club and they go home. And uh, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of filler in this movie where now Josh and Cher are on their way home and She's like, oh, my God, you know what would be so dope is if we brought some food back for Daddy and the lawyers who are working at home. And he's like, yeah, I guess that would be pretty uh, dope of us. And What is that word you say? Yeah, they they make Josh out to be they make Paul Rudd's character to be like this 40 year old man. But he's like a year or two older than Cher, who's sick or a couple of years. He's in in college. He's in in high school. Yeah, Yeah, she's 16. So Mm -hmm. it's not that different. They make and that was a thing that I think it's just a perspective from college versus middle school or high school. You look at college kids as these grown up individuals when really college kids are even more idiotic. It, it Freedom. Well, it, is anybody really grown oh, up? Oh, she's going to get hair in his food. <laughs> He's eating Cheetos. I mean, that's probably a, the most natural thing that's in that food. Yeah. Well, it's a cute moment. He's, he, yeah, he's eating an entire salad bowl of, of Cheetos or Doritos. And he's like, how many hours on average do you spend grooming yourself? And this is the one line I related to because she's like, some of us aren't as lucky to be as naturally adorable as you are. And God, Paul Rudd, good for you. Because seriously, you're... He might be one of the best looking men ever, but who knows? He did get better with age. I don't think he's even changed. It's like just Steve like Buscemi. He, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> the shrunken head guy from Beetlejuice. Is that what Stop you're talking it. about? <laughs> Stop it. Nightmares. Oh, she doesn't like Beetlejuice. 
No, oh, oh, I love are Beetlejuice. You, are you ragging on Steve, Steve Buscemi? <laughs> yes, I am. Get oh. out. You're Poor, fired. Yeah, you're, you're, you're fired. dismissed. You're no longer... Oh, oh, this moment. I, I don't understand this because, Katie, I, tell me if you ever did this where Alicia Silverstone's sitting on the couch and then just randomly puts an assortment of clips on her hair. Like, she's got a big like banana clip and then just randomly puts metal clips in her hair and it looks terrible. Yeah, no, I never did that. <laughs> I never no did sense. that. I I had the clips. Um I mean I had I I would wear but they like went one with of those. Outfits. I would wear one of those like you know I put my hair up in a ponytail and I needed it to catch like the flies but that was it. Yeah. Ren and Sti- oh, Ren and, Ren and Stimpy is playing on in the background while uh Josh and Cher are her name is so ridiculous in this movie they're sitting and like you said she's wearing a nice little sweater set and uh but they're watching ren and stimpy so that should age this movie plenty yeah yeah that that should give you an idea of just this how is one of my old. favorite parts of the movie it's playing like uh, this is right when she's trying to get ready for or she's packing for her no, dad no, yeah she's packing uh a, some clothes for a trip for her dad and the line is uh, she picks Christian up her she picks call. up her World War II field telephone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a huge ass telephone. Yes, General Eisenhower. But <laughs> bomb the Germans. But um, not not today, Germans. We like you. Don't don't run away like eh. every other nationality. They're all right. Uh, no, but she says Christian said he would call the next day, but in boy time that meant three days. And oh my god, I was so stoked when he actually called me. So Christian's coming over to watch a movie with her. And she's essentially prepping to lose her virginity to him. Yeah. No, like yeah, that's exactly no. what's happening. She's she calls Dion over. She gets her she gets her all made up and dressed up, and which, she's got big plans for this evening yeah, with Christian. Which, which is uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Just you know, it's sort of like you don't have to do that much work, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, you. Jason, what attracts you? Oh, I mean, well, I'm just saying. <laughs> we already covered this boobs, you know. Well, and there are subtle nods to Christian's uh, sexual. Tons of them. Oh, sexual, yeah. Yeah. Is, Which, again, preference. at that age, did not pick up on any of them. No, not at all. But one of the smartest jokes about his <laughs> Reading sexual. Reading Edgar Rice Burroughs. Oh, look, she has like these random clips in her hair again. <laughs> yeah, she does. That was very 90. Oh, yeah, because when he's coming over, she throws an entire log of cookie dough into the oven without separating it into cookies and burns it and he's like oh honey you baked but one of the best lines about his uh sexual indication is she's like oh yeah christian said he'd bring over some tapes and we'd watch them he was a big fan of tody curtis so he brought over some like it hot and sporadicus yeah and sporadicus yeah. not spartacus yeah, it's spartacus no like, she says sporadicus uh, yeah i it remember just... that but i remember like looking at it now i was like wait a second i don't remember spartacus being mentioned here and i was yeah. like that's because it wasn't said right and it's, it's he's come a on big inside. fan want, of tony come curtis come on inside i want to touch your penis <laughs> <laughs> is that really all it takes damn i've been doing it wrong this entire time no that's what he said oh okay <laughs> hey come on you're the family guy fan you should have gotten that <laughs> the john travolta bit that's a, the dirtiest that episode is, yet that, that is an old family guy bit i promise to touch your penis no no not not touch your penis <laughs> anyway so Cher makes some very is she's actually being okay? She's trying to sort of scoot toward Christian and cuddle with him on the bed, and then she ends up falling off of it when she's trying to pose. But 
She's like, oh, my feet are cold. Let's snuggle feet. And he just puts a pillow on her. Like, there. Now you're good. Like, well, it's just so is, obvious that he's is, not interested in her. This and is, there we go. Off yeah, the bed. This, <laughs> oh, straight off the bed. One, one of the I'm devices. Fine, I'm fine. It's okay. It's great. Oh, my God. I'm okay. And the, he figures out that she's trying to hook up with him now because she's like, hey, I could get you some wine or something. 16-year-olds. And he's like, you ever notice how wine makes people want to feel, like, sexy? And she's like, well, that's okay. That's not and he's like, thing. I have to go. <laughs> so, like, yeah, this is, this is, oh, my God, don't leave. This yeah. is why older women are more attractive, because they say things like, would you like to have sex now? Yes, please. As opposed to, can I get you a glass <laughs> yeah, of wine? <laughs> you know, would you like to come up for a cup of coffee? No, I'd prefer to have sex. Oh, well, that's fine. I like my women the way I like my <laughs> coffee in a plastic cup. But covered in bees. I don't want a cup of coffee with you. You're covered in bees. <laughs> but yeah, I so Cher's just kind of bewildered because I think she's been rejected literally for the first time in her life when a gay go, man doesn't want to have masturbate sex with her. until her fingers bleed. It's an Archer reference. I know that was from the Burt Reynolds episode. I know. <laughs> but Burt Reynolds is not in this movie, oh, okay, and there's nobody in this here movie. Who's this worth is it. this is the scene where Murray talks about. Cake the cake boy. boy, and I have this written down. This listeners. this is this is an interesting scene because they get attacked by a time traveling uh, semi truck. Because if you watch it, it suddenly approaches them. It suddenly approaches yeah. them three times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's like multiple semi trucks, I think. No, it's the same one, but they just keep editing it, and every single time, it's rushing up His on them. <laughs> car says my joint, and I just saw this for the first time. I was today years old. Katie. I was today you years old. You literally just did that to me. I had no idea. <laughs> but oh god, even the outfits that they're wearing are so nineties. Like oh, the choker with the daisies. Yeah, the choker with the daisies and chokers uh, are hot. So women no, should wear chokers. No, the chokers over were the white there t-shirt. for a little bit. No, my roommate had a had a decades day, and we were sitting there. We we're like. Why don't we do 90s? I was like, oh shit. I was like, 90s is considered a decade now because when we had decade days, we were in the 90s. Yeah. Now the 90s is a we decade. Used to have to dress 80s or dress <laughs> 70s. 60s, or, yeah. Uh, well, we mentioned this on a prior Tick episode, but you talk. know that uh, that 70s show is on Nick at night. Yes. Oh, yes. No. When we were in high school, that show was popular. But when we were in middle school, that show was popular. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Um, but I'm oh, yeah. Right. So. They do have a moment because Dion is also learning how to drive alongside Cher and they accidentally get on the freeway. But so a box truck? It's a, no, a semi-truck. Oh, no, no, I know. I'm just pointing out the different trucks. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> all the different trucks in Clueless in case you weren't listening. But um, yeah, Murray, aka Donald Faison, has this fantastic line. Because I love she, the old woman who gives her the finger. Yeah. <laughs> and Cher's just yelling, shut up, shut, shut up, up, leave, stop. Us, leave us alone. But and all the motorbike, like, but I kind of remember this. Oh, I can relate to this. Oh, there's the semi with the red top. Yeah, okay. Uh, I like to point out this is LA. There's not this much freeway to like do this in in uh, LA. There's always traffic. It would be okay. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, in Cairo, uh, but yeah, okay, all right, I see it. But um, Donald Faison has probably one of the most quotable lines in this entire movie because Cher is talking about. Oh my God, I was going to sleep with Christian, Christian, but I can't believe I was so capricious about it. And Donald Faison starts laughing like, oh my God, Christian, your friend Christian is a cake boy. And she and Dion are like, what? He goes, a cake boy. He's a disco dancing, Oscar Wilde reading, Streisand ticket holding friend of Dorothy. Know what I'm saying? And 
he's gay. And so he has to spell it out for both of the girls that Christian's gay. Well, because they are both mildly retarded. So, <laughs> I mean, a, you know. it kind of like Rocco's dog yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and Rocco's boyfriend ever, yeah. uh, as we've discussed, but they're married. No, <laughs> his boyfriend just got married. I'm looking trash mouth. He's gay. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So Cher's just she's kind of innocent despite the fact that she's well yeah and that's what I I was that's what I was saying earlier is that they they even though she's very very materialistic and everything else they go out of their way to establish that Cher is not a bad person she's a good person at heart yeah you know well, and it's kind of cute because later in the movie, there's some point where she calls Rin and Stimpy existential. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, they're way existential. And Josh is like, do you have any idea what the hell you're talking about? And she goes, no. Why do I sound like I do? And so that's kind of, she's just fronting. She's trying to be a grown up when she's 16. And right, it just, it's right. not really working for her. Well, I mean, you know, you could step back from the movie a little bit and look at her as somebody who she's a product of this environment that she lives in. Yeah. Sure. She she lives in that. But at the same time, she's aware that it's not exactly what she's supposed to be. Yeah. But she doesn't have much chance to be until she becomes, you know, legally blonde later on. No, you know, that's Reese that. Witherspoon, who was actually could have <laughs> been Cher, actually. Yeah. Uh, well, she did not audition. Did you know Zoe Deschanel auditioned to be Cher? That oh would have been. I, I, she auditioned to be Cher, Dion, or Ty. That would have been, been very that would, different. Yeah, no, that would have been our introduction to Zoe Deschanel. And another one, uh, Jeremy Renner. Who's a talented hot guy from Marvel. Jeremy Renner, really? Could have been the object of Cher's affection, according to Mental Floss, because Renner auditioned for the roles of both Christian and Josh, but lost out to Justin Walker and Paul Rudd. Huh. And Paul Rudd became Ant-Man, who is a bigger deal in the Marvel Universe than Hawkeye. So, yeah. Well, I mean. He's, but he hadn't been in as many movies. Paul Rudd's been in tons of movies. No, Marvel movies. Oh, okay. Marvel movies. Uh, That's true. Uh, And Jeremy Renner was in one of the best movies to come out in like the past five years. Do tell. Um, And now he doesn't even know. No, 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 no. Doesn't even know. No, I got it. While he's thinking about that, if listeners, you ever want to see Paul Rudd be a bad guy in a movie, it actually exists. Does it? Yes. Tell Uh, me more. Jason and I were talking about this. I think I recommended it to you the other day. It's called Mute with Alexander Skarsgård. It's on Netflix. Paul Rudd is the bad guy and he has like a biker handlebar mustache. It's hardcore. So yeah, if you haven't, check it out. It's a great movie. (laughs) Alexander, I love you. If you want to see Jeremy Renner in a movie that establishes that he is, not only that he is a good actor, but that the other- He's a great actor. Well- he has a movie that I, actually I, showcases. I, yeah, that. I mean, I, I, I agree with I agree with you, but yeah, he hasn't been in too many movies that really sure. show it. Uh, Wind River, it's okay. it's on Netflix. It was, I mean, it's one of those movies that came out and nobody noticed when it came out, sure. but it is a fantastic movie, and it has the other Olsen in it. Elizabeth Olsen, Elizabeth Olsen, the Red Witch, and yes, Elis- the Scarlet Witch, Scarlet Witch, yeah, and sorry. Elizabeth Olsen in that movie is fantastic you know the olsen that didn't have cigarettes as a, a handout at her wedding um because i can't remember if it was mary kate or really? mary kate i think yeah, i don't kate. know if ashley's married i know mary kate's married to that really old guy okay yeah they had uh cigarettes kind of like mints in bowls or like uh 
cool what, wedding. Uh, <laughs> or, I don't. Need, I don't even smoke. Or that, Jordan you know. almonds or whatever, but in a bowl. But no, they had cigarettes as a. As the a Jordan gift. almonds were holding the cigarettes like they were like the little like, <laughs> like the, the decoration yeah, to hold. Katie was actually there. She took photos. She'll put them on our yeah. Instagram. Oh, um, so here we go. Paul read in his uh. Almost, this isn't the Forrest Gump outfit, but it looks very similar to that. Uh, we're said, not KU. quite to the Forrest Gump moment, no. But uh, we are kind of in the Act 2-ish area where Cher is starting to question who she is as a person. Well, she's been dethroned as queen because Ty had, had a, a near-death experience. Death all. So now she's <laughs> Miss Popular. Yeah, so Cher fails her drug test and uh, her driving test. driving test. Oh wait, that test? <laughs> what test? Hold on, what test? We've only seen Cher smoke weed once oh, in this God. movie. Oh my bad, sorry, Cher. How do you I think mean, she, she keeps her figure? Rip, she did just rip a, a blindside mirror off the side of a car. Yeah, no, I... <laughs> sorry, that scene makes me laugh. Where she's like, oh. That came out of nowhere. Yeah. That was in the beginning where she literally ran over um, a fire hydrant and it's like, oh, that came out of nowhere. Well, she, but and, yeah, and then she went through the stop sign. She goes yeah. through it. Yeah, she can't drive. Uh, she fails her driving I don't know test. why a driving instructor would need a pocket protector. He's got a tire, I, yeah. an air pressure gauge hey, in his pocket too. If that pin explodes, you don't even know. That's true. It could I think it's havoc. supposed to be he's like super nerdy. I think he's wearing the same shirt that you're wearing right now, Jason. <laughs> he probably is. <laughs> Just, um, yeah. I, he didn't pay as much for it, though. Ooh. Ew. Anyway, yeah. So Cher's starting to feel bad because she fails her driver's test. Uh, Josh thinks she's kind of a tool and because she's a little bit racist with her maid at home where she's like, Lucy, where's my shirt? And Lucy goes... Uh, I don't know where it is. Uh, and then Cher is like, oh, my God, tell the gardener this. And Lucy, you know, I don't speak Mexican. And Lucy's like, I'm not a Mexican and stomps off all mad. And so Cher's like, what the hell just happened? And Josh goes, Lucy's from El Salvador. And she's like, oh, OK, whatever. What does that matter? And he goes, it's an entirely different country. You get mad when somebody thinks you live below Sunset Boulevard. So <laughs> And she's like, fine, so everything's my fault, whatever. And then she goes off and fails her driver's test. Not her drug test, listeners. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. there's that. And but, Ty now is wearing an outfit that looks exactly like Cher's yeah. outfit in scene one. Cher has literally created a monster. And we get around to that because Cher's in a bad mood for having failed her test. And now it looks like Ty likes Josh. Bum, bum, bum. So See, and that, sinister. That, that, Plot that, twist. That's kind of a deep thought, though. You know, the idea that if you create... An echo of yourself, you'll hate it, and like and Abraham want and, and want and want to change yourself. You know that's an it's actually an interesting motivation for wanting to Once grow as a character outside you know? of yourself. Yeah, you've created a mimic that yeah. you wanted. Yeah, yeah. It's like I've met myself when I was disappointed, so I changed. Like, what is it on Rick and Morty? Abraham Abrahoff. 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 I love this right now. This is prepare um, to be now burning. Her um, Elton box. Her Elton box. So yes. she's there was just like the idea of them being together, and that she like had two instances with him, and yet and never even she went has on a, a date. Yeah, yeah. She has a box, so she's thrown away the dish towel that like has held the ice that he put on her head when the shoe flew off and hit her. Oh, because we didn't talk about that. So yeah, when they're at the valley party, uh, Ty gets knocked out because somebody's shoe hits her in the head, and Elton grabs a towel and puts some ice on her. But yeah, she burns that towel, and she's like. And I, I hate this line because she's telling Cher, like, you know that towel that Elton got, like, with the ice to cure me? And I was like, 
He didn't cure you of anything. He put ice on your face. It's okay. Yeah. And then there was it was the towel and the tape, and that was all that was in that box. And Cher's like, we are not going to burn that because that's going to, like, you know, emit chemical fumes. She's like, it has that song, <laughs> Rolling with the Homies. Don't burn gas yeah. fireplace. Yeah, stink yeah. up your own house, lady. <laughs> well, she she clearly is living in New Jersey because of that terrible accent that they've got her. So yeah. she was a transfer student. From New Jersey. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You're right. Um, but this is where everything kind of turns around because we find out that Ty likes Josh and Cher's like, oh, I just don't think you mesh well together. And, and, and so, we don't mesh well together? Yeah, Ty gets really vicious because she's like, well, why am I listening to you to begin with? You're a, You're a virgin, virgin who, who can't, can't drive. drive. <laughs> and you think that she just like stabbed her in the eye the way that it's like. Because Cher oh literally starts to cry. Like James May. Like that was way harsh, Ty. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oh, my God. That. I can't believe you said that. What would you say, old no, man? No, no, what was no. that in the corner? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. About I, James who? <laughs> no, I was talking about a show that's still on the air. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. I just assume that everything you're referencing is from before I was born. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it. they have a, a harsh little moment. And of course, it's, it's that kind of, they have their fight, then everybody goes off and sort of self-actualizes and evens out. And naturally with Cher, what's going to happen is she goes shopping to make herself feel better. I remember I, I remember showing this movie to my dad because I was like, Dad, this is the greatest movie ever. Again, and he seven was like, years my old. child is an and- idiot. <laughs> yeah. What have Mike, we done? Mike knew what was going on, but How he watched it. But when she's you? like, I needed to go somewhere to clear my head. And my dad goes, the mall. My dad has predicted movies my entire life, and I get it from him. My friend literally goes, she goes, you do not talk during this movie. You shut the fuck up. I was like, because <laughs> pred- it was Wonder Woman. I was like, oh, it's that guy. She goes, you shut the fuck up. No, like, my dad and I do that to my mom because she's a big fan of Hallmark movies. So we were watching one in particular where uh, this woman was an actual elf from the North Pole or something, and mm-hmm. I don't know, but some reporter or something made the the protagonist male say, "I don't like Noel. I don't like her romantically at all." And I look at my dad and I was like, "Oh no, there's she's gonna hear that, and then they're not gonna get together, but then they're gonna get together." And my mom was getting so mad at us, like. This, like stab it and she was getting so angry with us for ruining the movie and we we're like it's hallmark movies. hallmark movies are a formula it's the pythagorean theorem a plus a squared plus b squared equals c squared exactly hallmark it, movies those movies are horrendous hallmark get out of here wait, wait, i don't know why we you were invited in the first place we're working on our epiphany yeah, we're, on our we're building montage. our epiphany yeah uh yeah that's literally what it is Cher has a walking slash musically why would she like Josh, I don't understand. He does this stupid thing. He's all he does smelly this and dirty, thing. and he's all—he's just like he's like a dog. But and then she gets this magical moment in front of the fountain. It's like a Bellagio kind That's of fountain. Exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, I, I like, like Josh. Josh. <laughs> just, I loved this movie so much growing up, and I—I I don't hate it now, but it's just—it's yeah. so. Oh, God, and him grabbing her in the kitchen. I had forgotten about that. If we're talking about Elton being sexually assault-driven, 
Josh like kind of grabs her in the middle when he first sees her in the movie. And he's well, like, he's "Oh, like, you're, you're filling out, out there." Yeah. <laughs> that's that's such a brother thing to do. Yeah, that, yeah. I don't know. About that. I would, my brother never did that. My brother, my brother wouldn't grab me there. He might poke me, be like, "Oh, you're getting kind of chubby," and then that would be you know the means for death. Oh, okay. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. But once again, oh, this is a great joke that Alicia Silverstone has. She's sitting on the couch watching the news with Josh, and there's all this bombing and stuff going on on the TV and Josh like, since when do you care about the news? And she's like, I care. I care. Um, but I'm confused. And he goes, why? She's like, I thought they made peace in the middle East and they're talking about Bosnia. So it's just, she's such an idiot. Uh, but yeah, well, that comment is even dumb now because look where we're at. Yeah, I, I guess so. But, uh, I guess. So. Oh, see, here we go. This is a thing scrunchies were once popular oh they're back in now no are oh are they they're back i was unaware because carrie bradshaw very Mm -hmm. clearly told us on sex in the city that scrunchies are not permissible and that was early 2000s that is that is not the person to take it that was advice oh snap carrie i mean sarah sorry sjp oh no i love sjp but uh but we all know carrie just a little iffy Carrie, um, Sex and the City, not Carrie, my roommate. FYI. Yeah, real Carrie uh, mm-hmm. that I don't know in real life, but shout out to real Carrie. Uh, we know you don't dress funky, but Carrie Bradshaw sure as hell does. Carrie Bradshaw. Um, but yeah, Alicia Silverstone does prove the scrunchies were important. But she, she's actually having a moment with her dad right now where uh, she's like, oh my gosh, I like this guy and he doesn't like me. And you can see where she gets kind of her silly idea that she can argue her way out of anything because her dad's a lawyer yeah. and she's like i'm just in a situation that i can't argue my way out of and he goes well tell me the situation and we'll figure out a way to argue our way out of it and she yeah. was like well there's this boy who doesn't like me and he's like well that boy is a complete moron but they, they, they go back and forth and she's like he's just a do-gooder type and now i feel like nothing i do is good enough and he goes wait a minute and they actually have a nice moment oh yeah because yeah, dan Hadaya is yeah. like Wait, who takes care of everybody in this household? Who makes sure the daddy eats right? Like, that's you. So he makes her feel better. And then you have this moment where she's like, all my friends are really valuable in different ways. Like, Christian wants everything to be beautiful and lovely. And Dion and Murray are super considerate of each other when nobody's looking. And just, she starts seeing the good and everything. And Miss Geist, trying to get us involved no matter how hard we resist. And so she starts turning her act around because of Josh, because he actually believes in helping out mankind and whatnot. So she becomes yeah, so Josh. Josh is the antagonist of the movie. Exactly. Yeah. He ruins a perfectly good value. Well, no, Thanks, no, Paul Rudd. No, and uh, see, mm-hmm. pe- people think antagonist is the bad guy. No, the, he's just the person that the, opposes your original point no, of view. No, the the antagonist is the person that causes the protagonist to change. Oh, okay. Yeah. So in like in Back to the Future, Marty McFly is not the protagonist. No. He's the antagonist. He and, ruins and, everything. No, George is the protagonist. Because George is changed by Marty. Okay, but yeah, no that that the that is, the, if you actually use the words correctly, yeah. Marty, Marty's the antagonist because I, he causes the change. I can't technically argue with that despite the well, fact. Well, no, because it's correct. No, it is. <laughs> the, what I'm trying to say is that mostly protagonists don't pretend to rape anyone. So um, I don't know about that. 
But that being said, Katie back gotta, to the movie. <laughs> yeah, back to the movie. Well, we get so now Cher's cleaning out all of her cabinets no, and she, taking she out all of her stuff to donate to the Pismo the disaster relief. Yes, uh, yes, where these uh, people lost everything, Daddy. Yeah, they don't need your. They don't need your skis, Dad. They lost everything. Don't you think that includes athletic equipment? Like it just. Oh, there's the hooker from yep. Night at the Roxbury. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but yeah, so Cher and we kind of come full circle because Ty likes Josh, and it's it's a bit of a clunky uh, solution to a problem where Ty likes Josh, and that's clearly and Josh likes Ty. I don't know that he likes. Oh no, no sorry. No, Josh I'm thinking, likes I'm thinking, Cher. I'm thinking. Um... Travis. Travis. Sorry. Because uh, Travis runs into Cher at the Pismo Disaster Relief uh, Fund where they're donating a bunch of their stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, somehow he and Cher just kind of ah, bond. I'm so sorry. She grabs a bong. Never knew what this was when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Obviously. No. And she's like, I guess, what is it? Kitchen? Kitchenware? They, no, they talk about it kind of extensively because Travis brings his stuff and he's like, here's this. And she goes, proper um oh and she starts picking the stuff out and it's clearly a bunch of bongs and he's like i mean i'm not really into it anymore but far be it for me to deprive people who want that herb or whatever yeah uh, and i'm in this i'm in this like group this thing with like these steps there's like so many and she's like 12 and he goes oh my god man how'd you know and she's like oh wild guess yeah <laughs> but so he donates all of his bongs and she's like yeah i guess kitchenware is where that goes uh, but he invites her to watch His him skate, skate which uh, is a high school thing. Oh, they're so, they're up so here, and here we are. I but, forgot about this part. But that's where Ty and Travis make up, or not even. Well, they yeah, make they eyes. Do. No, they're no, right. no, they don't. Because she, Ty likes Travis when she first comes to the school. Yeah, because she's kind of a burnout too. Yeah. and uh, Sharon Dion are like, ew, no, the Bernies, they're not worth anything. Like, ew, you can't be with him. And then. Ty's actually like Travis the whole time. It's just that she's done being the head bitch of the high school now after uh, being sort of you almost de- killed you get, de- you get dethroned. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But the point is that like she goes back to her natural inclinations and Cher just sort of lets people be as they are. And she, Cher even says like, oh yeah, as soon as I saw Ty making eyes with Travis at the skater convention, it was over with Josh. Uh, and the movie kind of wraps up pretty quickly after this, to be honest, because, uh, you know, Ty is now no longer interested in Josh, so there's no obstacle for Cher to overcome. So there's that. Uh, but yeah, this is this is so Tony Hawk. Back in the 90s, plaid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the skater the shoes. Yep. I mean, he's not... Okay desensitized he's not doing anything like major amazing like tricks here he's just skating on the ramp well he's not tony hawk but they're so. like giving him like eights and like sevens and nines and well stuff. you didn't see the other guys maybe they were terrible <laughs> you never know and when was the last time you scored a perfect 10 in a skating competition Kate? oh absolutely never but um <laughs> i play flag football at old fourth ward skate park and some of these kids who are like seven years old i'm like i would never I, ever be able to do that well skating was really hot when we were in middle school like rollerblading was it was we that was our elementary it. school yeah oh it was elementary school yeah. Well, yeah we used to have like the skating get-togethers at the roswell um skating rink which is now torn down as a business oh, complex God, thursday nights at sparkle or spark or whatever it was called 
Oh no, I'm thinking about my old elementary school before I moved and yeah, met oh, the fabulous sorry. Katie yeah. and That's... and Chris Blaylock, all those kids that <laughs> changed my life. But you're welcome. Um, yes, <laughs> we wouldn't be doing this podcast today probably if I didn't have such fabulous friends. But uh, yeah, it turns out Brittany Murphy was the virgin who couldn't drive because according to Mental Floss, looking back on Clueless and its legacy. The late Murphy recalled, it's hard for me to believe it's been, well, obviously this article is a little bit older. It's hard for me to believe it's been 10 years since that movie. I really was the virgin who couldn't drive. I was living in an apartment in the valley with my mom. And I remember starting to see these huge billboards of us all over town. It was amazing. And she was apparently the... the R.I.P. Yeah. The the sweet Brittany Murphy back in the day. Before her Eminem days, but... Here's our turnaround point where the guy yells at Cher for doing something wrong with the big case that's been at the da- at her dad's she house. She highlights the wrong information on the forms and Josh bristles at the other lawyer. He rescues for, her. Yeah. You know, she didn't know. He's like, well, she's an idiot. You're an idiot. And he's just, <laughs> but they did just have their moment where he's like, you look like Pippi Longstocking because she's got her braids and she's like, so you look like Forrest Gump. And God help me, he does. Like they dressed him just like Tom Hanks in Forrest Gump. <laughs> <sighs> Mama no, always said there weren't enough shares, but um, <laughs> no one really. Nah, nah. Yeah, Jason's we'll dressed like Forrest Gump, so he's taking all of this personally. But yeah, <laughs> then you have the great moment where I mean, listeners, I ask you, I'm reaching out right now from me to you. Who doesn't want a stepbrother to fall in love with? Okay, Delilah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you ruined that moment. Delilah. Uh, yeah, no, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Uh, but a lot of our a lot of our listeners are in Australia, so they don't know who the hell Delilah the, is. The only time, so I remember listening to Delilah back in the day, but then like she's not here, like in Georgia or whatever. Like we don't ever listen um, to it. But um, my friend has a beach house, and every time we go down to the beach house, Delilah. we always listen to it. And I never understood it until I was older. I was like, Delilah huh. was like the radio version of Dear Abby. Yep. Uh, for any of you who, you know, didn't grow up in Metro Atlanta. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, yeah. If, if it helps, folks, I have no idea what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> well, you're from Louisiana with all those gators you were talking about earlier. But yeah. Was it Houdet? Is that the thing? Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> their football team. <laughs> Topical. Well done. Sports uh, ball. <laughs> Go sports ball. Good to play the ball. Do the sports. Um, Get the points. <laughs> God. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but anyway, uh, so we're literally at the, the end point of the movie where Paul Rudd is basically, they're just sort of stumbling over each other. Paul Rudd and uh, Alicia Silverstone are like, oh my God, nobody cares about me. And Cher's like, oh, that's not true. We care about Are you too. saying you care about me? It's like, and they kiss and they sort of imply that they sleep together because she's like, you can guess what happened next. Yeah, I like how she takes a dig at Kentucky later on. Oh, yeah. I'm and it's g- like... And he has a KU. And, um, yeah, she said we... But, but it's like, okay, you know, oh, you know, it's so terrible. How horrible would it be to get married when I'm 16? It's like you just... You just banged the guy. <laughs> yeah, if, you're, your if her dad walked around and saw this right now, dad would not be happy. No, he... Dan Hedaya is surprisingly cool with it because early, there's a subtle moment where when Cher is doing that whole Pismo Beach thing... Yeah. And he's like, they don't need your skis. Uh, and she's like, they need everything, including athletic equipment. Dan Hedaya looks at Josh and he's like, this is your influence, Josh. And you sort of see that like fatherly approval moment where 
they kind of smirk. And he was like, well, yeah, okay, that's a good guy for my daughter to end up with. You know, my ex-stepson, <laughs> like every good dad. Maybe that of. was his plan all along. Maybe that was the reason he stayed in touch with, you know, because they say that at the beginning of the movie. It's like, well, you know, it is weird that you're still You divorce in... wives, not children. Right, that yeah. whole thing. And it's maybe, maybe that was what he was thinking. From a dad, because nobody is a parent in this room except for you, Jason. Well, I mean, so why it's, don't you it, tell it, us about it, that? It, yeah, it, it's a movie. I mean, you oh, know, it's, oh, now it's the yeah. movie's fault, not something you would do, creeper. But um, oh, and this is another question, and I have. nobody else has questioned about this relationship. Like her friends are all there. They're like, yeah, yeah it's cool, whatever. You know, you, they're you, like, I'm here for it. <laughs> but they have a they. Th- inexplicably they throw a wedding for mrs geist and or it's ms at geist her and, parents at her dad's yeah house. at her dad's house for her teachers they throw a wedding and then even more inexplicably the guys are betting on which one of their girls are going to catch the bouquet jason tell me if i'm wrong no dude has ever wanted that to yeah, happen no. slash bet two hundred dollars because paul rudd is like yeah the, the bet's up to $200 on well, whose girl's going to get the bouquet. No, that's not true. That's not true. I mean, because if the guy, I mean, he's actually in love with her. Oh, is that what it no, is? No, I mean, he, he's in love with her. I mean, he, look. I mean, They're teenagers. They don't, oh, she's a in, teenager. She yeah, doesn't expect, and you don't, well, he could be 19, but you don't know, like, I don't know. There's just, you're, you're not well, that, assuming you're getting married if you get the so bouquet. We're so old, though, because we're like, you're going to be a completely different person by the time you're 25. Like, we're you're just, a completely we're... different person by the time you're 30. Like, you go through, like, five different people by that time. This is true. Oh. So, um, that all being said, we've basically finished the movie. Yes, and... mercifully. Oh, as if. You're fine. Yeah, it's great. Oh, um, so, once again, huge thank you to Katie for being literally our biggest fan and most <laughs> avid listener. She dressed up people. True. Pictures to come. True that. It's thank you guys for having me. This was a well, blast. I've always well. had so much fun. Anytime you guys need anybody, just Aww. call me. Well, thank you. And uh, as always, listeners, uh, you can reach us to tell us how much you love us and or hate us. at uh, Either Darth- way. Yeah, either way, we're cool. At Darth Jader at hindsightishorrifying.com. You can always find me on my Twitter at Darth underscore Jader underscore. Uh, we also have a mutual Twitter account at Hindsight Horror. So, uh, Jason, do you want people to talk to you or not? Or are you literally yeah, just forwarding you know, all your emails to the end? No, point? I'm good. I'm good. I just send everything to her. Got it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if you really want to reach us, just reach out to me, listeners. I'm the one who does our social media and all that good stuff. But as always, we uh, we appreciate you listening and tuning in with us. And we are always welcome to suggestions. And we especially, especially want one of you sexy Aussies to actually reach out to us so we can make you a guest on the show. Yes. First come, first served in every way possible. Jason, anything else you want to add? No, nothing but uh, as usual, thank you very much for spending your daytime, your nighttime, or your drive time, or whatever time it was with us for these past uh, hour and a half or so. Thank you very much, and we will be back with you very soon. Good night.